Hey, hey, everybody. What is up? Welcome to the Tell Them All podcast. I am so excited that you have joined me. In today's episode, we are doing a fun little sit-down Q&A episode, and I love doing these. I used to do these all the time for my YouTube channel, and so I'm really excited to just be able to sit down with you guys and allow you guys to get to know me a little bit better. I know that I've never really introduced myself, and so I think that this is the perfect way to do so. So grab a cup of coffee, grab a snack, get comfy and let's get into the episode. Are you gonna lay down? Hmm? Lay down, okay. We're about to record, okay? You have to lay down. Lay down, okay. I know. I know you want to cuddle. You can cuddle, sissy, but you have to be quiet. Can you be quiet? Hey guys, how are you doing? I hope you are doing amazing. We have the puppers up with us today while we are recording this episode. Not so sure that this is a good idea or not, but you know, they're up here and we will see how it goes. We'll see if they will join us for another episode next week. Um, or whenever I get around to uploading an episode, I've realized that it has been a whole month since I have uploaded an episode, and that is totally, um, totally was not my intention, but I have just been crazy swamped with some exciting things coming for Tell Them All, and so I really just haven't had a whole lot of time to put into the podcast, but hopefully I am back, and hopefully we will get some episodes out for you guys, but how are you doing? I hope you guys are doing great. Shep is up here trying to eat my microphone. He thinks it's a treat. It's not a treat, Shepard. That dog, he will eat everything. I mean, he likes to go in the trash. He likes to eat cotton balls, tissues. Um, He'll take, like, candy wrappers if you leave it somewhere where he can reach it. He'll try to eat it. Um, He's tried to eat, like, bottle caps. He eats all these different things that he's not supposed to eat. Honestly, I think the worst thing that he has ever eaten, though is probably my scrunchie and I mean he literally swallowed the whole thing um and you know I was really concerned because I read online about these stories of dogs eating like socks and then them having to get it like pumped out of their stomach and I was really concerned because he was kind of smaller when he ate my scrunchie I think he was probably four or five months um he's about to turn two in October but I was really worried because I was afraid we were gonna have to go take him to the vet and he was gonna have to get his stomach pumped out and everything but no he passed it on his own but he's crazy he will literally eat everything food he's not supposed to eat if someone drops something he'll try to get it before you can try to pick it up when you have pills he'll swallow the whole thing like with loki loki runs around the house doesn't really like us to open up his mouth we get it down but he's kind of more of a fighter when it comes to that if you just put a little peanut butter on the pill shep will literally bite your hand off for a pill just because it has like a little dot of peanut butter on it it is crazy that dog is crazy he We had to stop giving him these treats that we usually give him because he would swallow them whole. And we were like, buddy, you have got to chew these. You are going to choke one day. And so he is definitely the little battery pack of the family. Loki, on the other hand, he's more of the little old man. He sleeps a lot, really calm, really mellow. The one thing he does, though, is he is a big brother. 
Shep is such a little brother, but Loki is such a big brother. So if Shep is doing something that he's not supposed to be doing, if he's eating something that he's not supposed to be eating, jumping up on the furniture, Loki will run around and get him and just like full-on attack him. I mean, he's just playing. He's not harming Shep in any way. And if he does, you know, it really, it just like stops. Like you'll hear like one of the dogs yelp and all of a sudden it just stops. Like they're just playing. But Loki is such a big brother. And so it's just so funny to see the difference between Loki and Shep. And Loki's about to be three. He's also an October baby, but he is a year older than Shep. So Shep is still, he's still a puppy, still kind of in that puppy stage. Um, but he is just crazy and he's husky. He's got some husky in him. So he likes to talk to you. He likes to howl. He likes to moo. He likes to lay down like a turkey. Um, he's just crazy, but I love both of my dogs and I not sure I'm going to have them up here for another episode. We shall see, but, um, I'm really excited to just dive into this episode, answer some of the questions that you have asked me, allow you guys to get to know me better. Some of these are personal, some of them aren't as personal, but I feel like you guys don't know me personally, and so I really just wanted to share who I am and allow you guys to know me better, allow you guys to know, you know, who you are listening to, and things like that. So anyway, I'm really excited. Oh, also, um, I'm planning every fourth episode to be some type of episode like question, Q&A, um, advice, something like that, something that doesn't have to do with a specific topic, um, such as like a worldview topic or something like that, but something just fun like with advice or with questions, and I will get into that later into the episode, and yes, I know that this is the fifth episode, but on the eighth episode, we will have one of these so that it will get into a schedule of every fourth episode. But anyway, let's get into the questions. Hey guys, if you don't know me, my name is Park. I am the owner and founder of Tell Them All. I am the girl behind everything. I do marketing, social media, graphic designing. Um, I am now doing the podcast, so I'm the one who speaks. Um, and I do actually plan on having guests really soon, so be on the lookout for those episodes. But I am 16 years old. I live in the United States. I love to listen to music. Some of my favorite artists are for King and Country, Jeremy Camp. Um, those are like the two main ones that come to my mind right now. Honestly, most of my phone is for King and Country music, but I also like to fish. Um, funny story, when I first caught my very first fish, it was December 31st, 2018, and I gave it a name. And so since catching that first fish, I name every single fish that I catch. Um, do I remember all of the names? No, I cannot remember half of the names that I have named all the fish that I've caught, but I do still take a picture with most of the fish that I catch. Um, when I first started fishing, I used to have a log and I would write the type of the fish, the time that we caught it, the name, and how heavy I thought it was. Um, I don't even know where that paper wound up to. I just kind of, I guess, forgot about it. Um, 
it's been quite some time since I started catching fish and so I've caught a lot of fish since then so I just don't keep up with that anymore but yes I still name my fish even though I can't remember them and I still take a photo because it's like tradition now so I also love to bike ride that is something that is really fun it's a good way to get exercise especially since I'm kind of limited right now with my knee and my ankle um, but anyway that is kind of my little introduction. Let's get into the first question. The first question is, how did your dog Loki get his name? So starting out, my mom loves the Marvel character Loki. That is her favorite character probably out of the franchise. And as you can guess, she is so excited about the new series on Disney+. Plus. But she has always wanted a horse. She's always wanted a black horse and she has always wanted to name him Loki. And so I knew this and I know that her favorite character is Loki. So one day when we went to PetSmart to look at the dogs at the local rescue, um, we just fell in love with Loki's little face. He was just so cute. He wasn't barking like all the other dogs. He had the, this cutest little curly tail ever. He was just so adorable. And so I was like, I could tell that my mom liked him, but I didn't know if she was like going to agree to maybe ask my dad, you know, if we could adopt him. It was really like love at first sight. Like I looked at Loki and I was like, we're adopting this dog. This is my dog. And so I was like, hey, mom, what do you think of this dog? She's like, oh yeah, he's really nice. He's, he's fuzzy and he's soft. I'm like, what do you think? Can we, do you think we can adopt him? And like at this time, we had just moved into our house. We had probably been in our brand new house for like six months. We we're probably still unpacking some things. Um, we didn't have a fence yet. We still don't have a fence. Um, we live on a lot of land right now. So I was like, mom, do you think we could name him Loki? Like we can get him. If we get him, we can name him Loki. And so that was kind of the selling point of getting Loki and, you know, how he got his name. Um, and it's just a fun story to tell. So that is how sweet little Loki got his name. Major pet peeve. Okay, so I think a major pet peeve of mine, I have a few, are when people smack their food or when they slurp their, their soup or cereal or whatever they're drinking. If it has liquid and they're slurping, that's, no, I don't like that at all. And I definitely don't like it when people scratch surfaces that aren't meant to be scratched. So like if I'm sitting on a leather couch and someone takes their nail and scratches it against the leather, it gives me goosebumps. I guess you could kind of compare it to nails on a chalkboard, um, but I just absolutely hate that. It is the worst sound ever. I also don't like it when people scratch jeans um, or really like any material that like is going to produce a noise that is just not pleasing to my ears. So that is definitely, I think, a major, couple major pet peeves of mine. Um, let's see, what are your plans after high school? So I, like I said in the beginning, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, well, really starting from the beginning, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Then I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Then I wanted to be a marine biologist. And now I have kind of settled on being a vet technician. There's a college pretty close to where I live that offers this. And so I think it would be a really great op opportunity considering that I love animals. I love, um just being in the field of veterinary medicine. And so that is what I really, really want to do. Um, if I could be a dolphin trainer, I think that that would be like a dream job of mine. But, you know, 
with being a dolphin trainer, it comes with, you know, 24-7 being with the animals. And so, you know, I just didn't think that it was worth, you know, giving up my time and special holidays and maybe even having to miss church just so I could be a dolphin trainer. It was kind of like putting animals first before, um, my personal life and I just I didn't feel okay with that so I've settled on being a vet technician would I love to see God grow to tell them all so much that this becomes a full-time thing absolutely like that could also be a dream job of mine but I mean not doubting God or anything like that but as of right now you know I kind of have to have a backup plan so it would be being a vet technician Let's see, would you rather live by the beach or in the mountains? So again, kind of answered this in the beginning of the episode, but definitely, definitely the beach. I'm an ocean lover. Um, Honestly, the ocean is what I really love. It's not necessarily like the beach itself with the sand and everything like that. I love being in the water. If you take me to a beach, you are going to find me in the water 24-7. I could chill out in the water all day. I could swim. I could go boogie boarding. I could go under waves. Um, I will be in the water pretty much all day. The only time I come up really is to reapply sunscreen and eat lunch. So definitely, definitely the beach. Um, What helps starting a daily routine when reading your Bible? Okay, so this is a really great question. It might take me a little while to explain, but um, first, I think the first thing that you should do to help get into a daily routine is find a devotion, a devotional book, or find a Bible study that isn't necessarily super long, but that you can kind of read within, um, I'd say, two to five minutes. And it's not to say that like you're rushing reading the Bible, but it's just to kind of get you your feet wet so that you can dive even deeper. It's kind of preparing your mind, kind of taking out all the distractions that you once had and focusing on God so that you can even focus deeper on what you're reading. Um, So definitely a devotion. Start out with prayer. Um, Pray before you read your Bible or read your devotion. That will also help your mind um, not necessarily focus on all the distractions. Another thing is find a daily reading plan. Challenge yourself. So something that I really love to do is I love to challenge myself to read a specific book Um, or maybe a couple of books if the book that I have chosen is kind of shorter and I know that I can definitely finish it within a month. Um, Try to challenge yourself to finish that. So I know that if you are looking for a good book, Proverbs is a great book for um, 31 days. Let's see some other books. I have actually some reading plans that um, I have linked on the link tree on the Instagram and Facebook website link. Um, Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. So definitely check out those reading plans if you're looking for a book to study and to challenge yourself to read through the month. But definitely find a book, challenge yourself to read it. That is definitely going to help you. Um, Another thing is find some friends to keep you accountable. Um, Do a plan with them, do a study with them. And so this way you're not necessarily doing it alone. And also you have someone to say, hey, you know, I read this today. What did you read? And if you you didn't read, then you, you know, you have to go and read it. So it kind of helps your mind stay in a routine of reading the Bible. And even if you're not doing a specific plan with a group of friends, just find someone who can keep you accountable. Find someone who can text you every day. Hey, what did you read in your Bible? Or did you read your Bible today? Um, I think that those are definitely some great tips on starting a daily routine when reading your Bible. 
let's see signs to know if a friendship is toxic so i can make a whole episode on this i have definitely gone through some friendship issues um i think the number one sign is you are always continuously blamed for the wrongdoings in the friendship if every single wrong thing that happens is falling on your shoulders, I think that that is definitely a sign of a toxic friendship. You know, I say a friendship is like a relationship. You guys have to work together and it's definitely, it can't just be all you doing the wrong things. There has to be, you know, a meet in the middle where, hey, I said this and I didn't mean to, but that was because maybe you said this and that hurt my feelings. I mean, it's got to be you've got to work together. And so when the wrongdoings are falling on just one friend, I think that that is a sign of a toxic friendship. Another sign of a toxic friendship is when they're not necessarily including you or making time for you. Um, and not to say that they need to give 24-7 of their attention to you, but if you notice that you always try to hang out with them and they don't really want to hang out with you, or you do hang out with them, but they're also talking to another group of friends or they're sitting on their phone the entire time, you know, they're not really invested into that friendship. And I think that that's a sign that maybe you need to not maybe not necessarily end the friendship, but just find a better friend or find a better friend group. Um, and kind of going hand in hand with that is if you are, you know, maybe in a group and you have a friend or a couple of friends and they're just like not including you or they're constantly doing things together without you um, and they're not inviting you. I mean, if you're a true friend to one person, you know, you guys should be able to be doing things together. And so if you are just seeing they're constantly hanging out with other people and they're never really trying to make time for you or make time to invest into the friendship, I think that that is probably another sign to find a new friend group, find another friend because the friendship is becoming toxic. What is your favorite Bible verse? So my favorite Bible verse is Matthew 6, 34. That is the do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. I really love that verse. It really helps me with my anxiety. Um, and it just really helps me focus on taking it day by day because I can worry so easily. I always look for the worst case scenarios. I always worry about things weeks ahead. And I think that that verse just really helps me to realize, you know, that we aren't promised tomorrow and just take it day by day. Um, let's see. How do you try to spread God's word with people that don't know him? So this is a really good question. It's kind of a harder question, I guess, to answer since I'm not necessarily, you know, in the public school system or even in a school system that I go and interface with students every day. So I guess that that is definitely harder. But the person who asked this also does the online school that I do. So let me kind of put it into a perspective of doing online school. I think the best way to spread God's word with people that don't know him is be bold on social media. Be bold, you know, in public, whether that's with people that you know or people that you don't know. Just be bold for him. Be an example of his love. Um, something I learned in apologetics class is that sometimes we are the only Bible that someone will read. And being an example of Christ's love goes so far because if you are constantly posting about Christ, you're constantly sharing about what he's done in your life, people are going to notice and people are going to want to know why your life, why you can maybe have a positive look, outlook on something that's happening that maybe isn't necessarily so great. Maybe they'll realize that you are just overall, 
you have a happier feel to you and and they don't and they want to know why and so honestly I think that the best thing is to just be an example of God's love be an example of who he is and you know when someone does ask you be able to share the gospel you know tell them that what that God sent his son to die for us for our sins because we are sinful and we need a savior and you know just share the gospel but definitely definitely just be an example of Christ's love what is the most impactful thing that happened to you which changed your faith walk this is a good question and you know obviously i am still growing in my faith i'm still strengthening my walk with the lord um it there can always it can always improve um so i think it's kind of hard to answer this question because i know that there will probably be so many more situations um and for some reason the only ones that like really come to my mind is kind of the recent ones, I guess, with my Grammy passing away, that has been extremely hard on me. Um, it still is, and it's only been four months. So I think that has definitely really challenged me. Definitely my mom going through some treatments for her depression. That was another serious thing that really happened. Um, and, you know, I guess it's kind of hard because there have been a lot of things that I've been through. Um, but the things that have happened to me, I wasn't necessarily a saved person, and so it's kind of hard to pick those out, because my mom once did leave for a month um, to um, go to Texas to get some counseling for her depression, and so that was extremely hard on me, but I was not yet saved then, and I did not yet understand, you know, that God was good no matter what, and so, you know, if I was saved at the time, I think that that would definitely have been one of the most impactful things, but I don't know, I feel like, you know, 2020, if we want to say the last six months, really just challenged me in my faith with him, challenged me to grow and walk with the Lord, and there were just so many things that happened that went essentially quote-unquote wrong, even though, you know, nothing that happens to me is wrong in the eyes of the Lord, because he has a plan for everything, but I guess I would just say the last six months of 2020 really really killed me and just, I guess, changed my faith walk and strengthened my walk with the Lord. Um, I answered this already. Favorite artist, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, I mainly listen to Christian music. Favorite artist for King and Country, Jeremy Camp. I want to see if I can figure out, like, another artist that I really like. So I'm trying to go to, let's see. Um, I really, I like, um... Let's see. Honestly, like a favorite of mine is definitely for King Country. But I love Colton Dixon. I love Corey Asbury. I love Danny Gokey. Um, let's see. I love I Am They. Ooh, I Am They. I love their songs. Um, Josh Baldwin, you know. I love lots of Christian artists. And so, but definitely favorite one would be freaking in country oh i also like mercy me and um try to pick out one more uh let's see ryan stevenson definitely love ryan stevenson i love his new song when we fall apart if you haven't heard it it is an amazing song amazing song um i guess like you know if we want to pick out from older artists i love mark schultz and stephen curtis chapman i grew up listening to their music so there you go there are some of my favorite artists 
Um, let's see. What is your opinion on the Enneagram? Okay, this is a very loaded question, and I wasn't sure if I was going to answer that um, on this episode, but I am, and so here we go. I have heard definitely mixed opinions about the Enneagram. I've heard positive things, and I've heard negative things. My personal opinion is that I think the Enneagram is okay if it is simply just a personality test. I think that if you are starting to base your identity in a number and what this test is saying about you, I think that that is when it becomes wrong and that's something that you shouldn't do. But if you just want to do it for fun, if you just want to find out, you know, what maybe number your personality is, I think that that is fine. If it's all just fun and games, I think that it's fine. But if you're really starting to say, oh, you know, my identity is in this number and oh, this is how I am because of what this test is saying, that is not true. And so, you know, my Enneagram number is a six. Um, I don't think I'm a wing with anything. I think I'm literally just a six. But I personally, you know, I read the descriptions of the numbers and, you know, a lot of it doesn't have to do with Christ. Like, it's not necessarily that it's like, completely anti-Christ or anti-Christianity. It's just like very self-oriented. And so I feel like, you know, you really need to kind of weave your Christianity into it. If it says, you know, that you believe in yourself, you know, obviously believing in yourself, not, you know, necessarily what Christianity is all all about or that, you know, you think that you are enough because so-and-so. Like, obviously we need to understand that and getting into another kind of off-topic yet important topic um about believing in yourself and saying that you're enough i think that that is something that is such a lie um but if you are really starting to root your way into that just because your number says that that is what you think you are that's when i think it becomes toxic and that's when i think it needs to be dropped and completely forgotten about um i don't really know the difference between the meyer briggs and the enneagram um they're both just personality tests to me um so i personally think that the enneagram is fine as long as it's being used for fun and games and you're just you know trying to figure out what your personality is or whatever that may be but again when it starts to become your identity i think that it is I think that it is wrong. All right, let's see. Last question. All right, simple question, yet a very good question. What is your favorite book of the Bible? So, there are a lot of favorite books. I'm going to split it up between Old Testament and New Testament. I think my favorite Old Testament book is probably Proverbs. I really like studying Proverbs. Um, I just loved all the wisdom and the knowledge that it gave me. I love just... I just love the whole book. I love learning from it. Um, But I would say my favorite, this is going to be really hard to pick, my favorite New Testament book. See, like, I want to break it up into so many different categories. I want to break it up into, like, what's my favorite, you know, gospel and what's my favorite, you know, all the little sections in the New and Old Testament. But I can't. I'm just picking a Old Testament and a New Testament book. I think my favorite New Testament book is the Corinthians. We're going to combine the two. So I'm going to say first and second Corinthians because, you know, technically they're the same book kind of um but I think that those would be my favorite books of the bible 
But anyway, I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode, getting to know a little bit more about me. I can't wait to do these every month. I'm hoping to do an advice episode as well, um, kind of intertwining with the Q&As every fourth episode. Um, So definitely if you are looking for advice on a situation or you're just curious about a question that you may have um, that pertains to, you know, maybe a belief of yours or something that someone has said to you and you're just not sure what to believe, um, definitely, definitely DM me on Instagram or message me on Facebook. You can also email me at tellthemall2018. Um, 2819, sorry, 2819 at gmail.com. So again, that is the email, tellthemall2819 at gmail.com, or you can DM me or message me on Facebook and Instagram. And all of the links to social medias as well as the email again are in the show notes as well as the shop link. So if you're interested in writing in, definitely let me know. Um, It will be anonymous, so you don't have to worry about your name being given out or anything like that. But anyway, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I really enjoyed recording it. I hope that you got to learn a little bit more about me. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.